So with with all that we've missed since we've been gone, gosh, how I think it was like in end of May. It's been a while. We've had a lot of stuff go on in our lives. Yeah. We both got new big boy jobs. We have improvements there, and that's always good. Gone, we gosh, both gone on some vacations and stuff. Yeah. So that's good. But now we're finally back and recording again. So. And I guess we're going to take like a little sprint across all the stuff that we missed and talk about what's cool. Yeah. Not acknowledge what's not. Yeah, just completely leave all that out. But uh, no, it'll be good to kind of get a good review of everything we've missed because it'll be, it'll be nice even for us to go back through because there's been so much that's happened since. 2019 was a blur. Yeah. 2020 looks to be the same. Yeah. February's been going quick. I think January was like its own year. Pretty it much. Was, it felt yeah. like forever for me. Now February's halfway over. Yeah, I know. It's... Man, time's crazy. But it's time for us to get to the the story in our summary. So first big thing that we messed out on. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, because... Uh, we wasn't, ended with Endgame. It wasn't that great. <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Yeah. It's, and then the uh, utter hell that overcame the entire population of the world when the two weeks where we thought we wouldn't get a resolution to it. Oh, gosh. that I was so nervous because they did such a good job and then just to leave it on that would have been terrible. Yeah. It would have been just awful. I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't like the fact that Spider-Man is so close to Iron Man in the MCU. They wanted to be more of his own person. But at the same time, like, you know, we got one full trilogy of that and then kind of half of another trilogy. Yeah. And uh, I think it would be... <clears throat> I think it's good to keep that going. And now that we... It looks like Morbius and Venom are now going to be kind of folded into that as well, so... Yeah. And I, and I think Iron Man was kind of the new Uncle Ben. Because we didn't need to see Uncle Ben die again we we knew what happened but i think this was kind of his new thing to cling on to that wasn't just repetitive and i think it was nice to see something else put in there while still giving him that so i think that was good well i hope we get a little bit more uncle ben references in the next one yeah i mean if i if that's my biggest complaint with the mcu spider-mans i feel like they could have leaned into that a little bit more Mm -hmm. maybe they acknowledge that you know, Ben Parker really admired Tony Stark or something, and that was one of the reasons Peter did. That would have been sweet. Uh, that'd be good. But, uh, but yeah, I really liked it. Oh, I did too. I thought the Mysterio stuff was just amazing. The, all the illusions I thought was spot on, because that's, that's, that's the kind of stuff I was picturing going in, hoping what it would be, and it was that and more. I just loved it. And it was a huge improvement over... Um, homecoming for me, at least. Oh yeah, because I, I, I remember you talking about homecoming. Kind of after a while, it ended up kind of going down for you, worse and worse. Kind of like one of those things you just watch it over and over again. You just like I didn't even watch it over and over again to get that out. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it felt more. I like the scale of it. Mm-hmm. It felt more. It felt more like a Spider Man, but then it also or a Spider Man movie than it. Than the first one did, but then it also had like that perfect scale of a Spider-Man movie where you know the world's not at stake. Mm. Like it's like if he fails, like yeah, it's going to be really awful. But you know, it's not going to be half of the population being erased. Yeah, it's not going to be an Ultron thing, but it's still the stakes are 
Or high for him. Which, which they did that in Homecoming, too. They kept the stakes very low, and I feel like that's really smart of them to keep it, just letting it go get a little bit bigger each time. Each instead time. Of, because, I mean, once you initially get, like, the biggest threat, where, where do you go from there? I mean, mm-hmm. Spider-Man generally should build up like that. He should kind of start taking on more and more, and that was his thing. He wanted to handle bigger threats, mm-hmm. but he wasn't ready yet, and so this kind of is slowly building him into what he... He wants how you know, how he wants to help, and so I think that's that's good. That's... Well, did, do you think there's any way that Mysterio is actually dead? Because I don't think there no, is. No, I don't. Like, think there's he's no dead. way you kill off Jake Gyllenhaal after that movie. No, it was just so good, and and his performance as Mysterio was great. And I don't think they're going to let that die. They're going to keep on with it. Yeah. So I guess we'll jump ahead and talk a little bit about Morbius and Venom too. Yeah, while we're on the Spider-Man track. So, the big shock at the Morbius trailer was, hey, Michael Keaton's here. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised to see him. Well, that, that plus the uh, graffiti. But that also opens up more questions because the graffiti is of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then there's also been some set picks where uh, they have the old Daily Bugle logo from the Raimi movies. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of think is more Sony just being lazy than it is. Because the graffiti is from like the the menu screen from the PS4 game. Mm-hmm. When you when you have the Raimi suit, suit equipped. And uh, I just don't know. I mean, I, part of me hopes that they're kind of lining up a live action Spider-Verse movie mm-hmm. with Tobey Maguire in it. But it also seems like kind of a stretch. Yeah. Especially that early. Yeah, well... That would be very interesting, and but uh, I see, I just I don't know because they've got, like you said, they've got that, but then Keaton in there and and everything, they could just kind of, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how that's gonna well, we gonna play out. We never really talked about Venom. Like, did you like Venom? I did. I thought it was it was fun. Kind yeah, of. I thought, I thought it was okay. Like, it wasn't as bad as people. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think it was better than that, but. Like it's not because I remember I remember people saying you know if they it's going to be awful if they retroactively put this in the MCU because of the quality but I don't think it's atrocious. No, I mean like I, it's washable. Yeah, I mean I well, I mean I bought the steelbook. Then again, I'm going to buy any steelbook that comes out like that. But I mean I I definitely don't agree with all these people just completely talking it down. I I definitely had fun watching it and they it had its moments so. And I, th- I think it can definitely build into something, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those ones that just, I don't know, for some reason people just don't care for it. But Well, what, what have you heard about Venom 2? Like, what do you know? I mean... You've got Andy Serkis directing, which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's going to be a good thing mm-hmm. with all the mocap for, for, for Venom and assumedly Carnage. Yeah, Woody Harrelson coming in. Yeah, and uh, apparently Naomi Harris from who plays Money Penny in Bond is mm-hmm. going to be playing Shriek. Hmm. So yeah, that's something to look forward to. Which yeah. both of those, both Morbius and Venom Two and Venom One, are now going to be part of the MCU. It looks like. Yeah. Or however they're trying to tie their stuff in, which is still kind of confusing. But and there's going to be a Craven movie apparently, and a Spider Woman movie apparently. Yeah, I guess they're just gonna. They're going to just take that and go, it seems like. But that'll be good. I mean, we'll get a lot of variety. So it looks like they're building towards a Sinister Six mm-hmm. for him. Uh, who do you think is going to be the MCU's Sinister Six? 
Because right now, like on the table, we got Vulture, obviously. Got Venom. Venom. Then uh, Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah, those three. Then you got, based on that trailer, it looks like Morgan's is going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Craven is pretty much all but confirmed. Yeah. And then... Ooh, Did you say Mysterio? I didn't say Mysterio. He'll be there. That's six. I mean, I kind of feel like Venom won't be in it. Yeah. I think they're going to play play up Venom's anti-hero thing. Yeah. Like, I could almost see it being uh, Carnage and then Venom and Spider-Man fighting the six together. That would be good. That would be good because, I mean, then you still have that option to kind of surprise bring somebody in for, for the six. If you wanted to go uh, Green Goblin or whatever, if they're going to, depend on how long they're going to wait on that, because surely they're going to they're gonna bring him in at some point. Well, and see, the other thing that <clears throat> that's kind of weird is that with that team, you know, half of them are kind of old school villains and then the other half are newer villains. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, on the MCU side of things, they've really kind of focused on his early years, mm-hmm. like in terms of what villains are using. If it, like, I don't know, like knowing how Kevin Feige likes to keep things close to the comics, like it'd be really weird to think about having a Sinister Six without Doc Ock in it. You know? Yeah. Gosh, I forgot all about him for a moment there. Because at this point, I don't think we're gonna get to see Sandman mm-hmm. and Hydro Man based on Far From Home. Yeah, how they played that out. That's. I mean, they could, but... They could, but at that point, it's... I think it was nice how they kind of threw him in there like that, because I feel like that leaves room for, like, the Sinister Six to be other characters, other big characters for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to work out nicely. Any more thoughts on Spider-Man? No, I think I think we did a good job summarizing kind of all we've seen so far and where we, where we think we may go based on all the information we have up to this point. What, well, how do you think he's going to get out of this? The Secret Identity. Does he use a scroll so he can have a double and say, see, look, I'm not Spider-Man? He could. I'm thinking they could either do that or do the whole, I mean, at that point, I guess they would have to have somebody physically there because they know about the drones creating the illusion. So he couldn't play it off like that because they would just try to walk up and touch for proof. So that's probably his best bet is to go with the scroll. I mean, are you going to have... Because there's like rumors that Daredevil, that he's going to need a lawyer, and then it might be Matt Murdock. I'm hoping might be he is She-Hulk. Which of the two, I would say She-Hulk is more likely since she has a Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, wouldn't that be a great way to get Charlie Cox back in as Daredevil for the first time? And because it's going to be like two years from when it ended because of the whole Netflix deal, I think that'd be an awesome way to bring him back in for a first. Yeah, yeah. I hope they they find a way to to work them back in at oh, least. Yeah. Like, even if they ju- just did, like, the the Kingpin. Oh, yeah. Just him, like, in a Spider-Man movie, I think would be good. I think I saw something about uh, John Bernthal saying, you know, like, we're, we're not done yet. So I'm hoping that's true. At least for those two, Daredevil and, and Punisher. I'm hoping they stay. Um, I don't know if they'll continue on with the others, but I think definitely they were the two most successful out of, like, the Defenders and all the other stuff they did kind of off to the side. So I'm hoping... They bring those back because I think they did a fantastic job with those. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the Netflix thing expires, then they'll uh, they'll just throw them on Disney Plus. Yeah, so that'll be good where we can get that because they they definitely did a good job and deserve to come back. Well, with Disney Plus, all that happened since we last met. So oh what, yeah. So what do you think uh, 
about Cap and Cap and Bucky, Bucky and the Winter Soldier, but I, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Well, we'll get there. I mean, with all the kind of names that have been thrown out before, we finally figured out what it is. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it'll be good how we're kind of getting to see them kind of go on, and we'll get to. Well, we saw the sneak peek, kind of if you could even call it that, the TV spot really mm-hmm. at the big football game. <laughs> that shall not be named. Yeah, that shall not be named. But, I mean, that kind of is enough, I guess, to hold us over for now. But we've got to see him practice throwing in the shield and everything like that, so. Well, do you think uh, Chris Evans pops up in there? See, I don't know. In some ways, I think it'd be nice. In others, I feel like they should just kind of leave it behind. Because he's supposed to be them moving on. Now, him being the new Captain America is kind of them moving forward. And I feel like he's just kind of... He's he's been there when they needed him. He can rest now. Well, I'd love to see him in, in like a supporting role as you know the old man. Yeah, like every so often, or you know here and there if he needs help or get really down at the end of like maybe the first season when they're really about to face up to the big bad, and then come to him look, look, I'm I'm not ready for this, and then he gives him the old Captain America pep talk and gets him back in the fight. Yeah, he's That'd really good cool. at that. Yeah, I mean that's that would be great. But I definitely think that's something they could overdo. And I, I don't think it needs to be like a, an every episode thing. I think it should be a save it for when it it matters and when it means something. Yeah. I, I definitely don't want them to overuse that if they do. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be a big surprise thing they would kind of want in their first Marvel Disney Plus show. Yeah. But like, uh, I th- also think it would be good to kind of keep Chris Evans around. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like Downey, you know, he's kind of aging out. Mm-hmm. But then Chris Evans is still a pretty young guy, so he can definitely yeah. pop up in the next 10 years as mm-hmm. Cap if need be. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts on WandaVision? So, I mean... Because I don't know what the heck the thing is. Well, I think, so based on what you were telling me before, I think from what we saw in that TV spot, you're you're kind of right about what uh, it's going to be, how it's going to be kind of the eras of TV shows and then leading into more action-packed stuff. But uh, And especially how it's supposed to tie in with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Now directed by the great Sam Raimi. Yes. Which is so exciting. Oh, that's awesome, having him come back. That's going to be good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a fun show. It'll be kind of fun at first and then moving on to more hopped-up, action-packed stuff because I think it'll be them just kind of figuring things out and slowly problems kind of bleed in Mm -hmm. in the first half when they're kind of in that era of TV show phase and then we'll get to move on to see more exciting stuff. And then you got Loki. Yes, which uh, Owen Wilson is going to be in there. Um, can't believe it. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with that. I'm I'm excited to see just because I mean I I trust what they're gonna do with it because they've done so well so far with everything. Yeah, I mean, so they pretty much said the show's gonna be about time travel. Yes. Uh, which is really interesting. I don't think anybody expected that to be what it was gonna be about. Yeah. But I also wonder how they're gonna reconcile that Loki with the Loki that died. Infinity War. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't think that the Loki that died will be returning in any way. Mm -hmm. Since this Loki hasn't had any of the development that that one had. He's still going to be the bad guy. Yeah, so I wonder how 
that's going to work out, and then how much that show is going to connect to Thor four, mm-hmm. Love and Thunder. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I felt like they wouldn't do it. Well, obviously, since Christian Bale is in talks to play the villain, yeah, I don't think uh, Loki would be the main bad guy, but I would kind of imagine that he would be a supporting villain in that movie. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because I mean, Loki is just grown so much and seeing the character development and then we get to jump back to that and kind of see how things are going to play out this time is going to be really interesting mm-hmm. and and i think the show is going to be a lot of fun so just just based on that and then kind of him getting to go around and kind of causing mischief so that'd be pretty cool yeah i mean i, I remember you know in that his first scene in the avengers movie he's really kind of scary yeah and i I hope they bring him back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that'll be cool. Speaking of scary, some Stephen King projects have come out since we last convened. Yes, big stuff, big stuff. So t- take that away. So yeah, I'll take on that. So the first thing we got was it chapter two. Mm-hmm. So I think that was that was definitely good. I mean, I, I love the movie uh, because I, I love the book and. I think that did a good job of making of being able to do more with the horror genre than what the first one did back in 1990 when it came out. But I definitely think that you've added this pieces of comedy that need to be thrown in there for something that comes out now. Because, I mean, a lot of the horror movies now in that same style have a bit of comedic relief. And I think having, like, Bill Hader in there was just... Mm-hmm. Awesome. He did a great job. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. And, and I think that was really cool. And I think the, the best part, uh, which I know if you've ever read the book, it, just the ending is just mm-hmm. horrible. I mean, like, I, it's a great book, but the ending is just so sad. And then just what what they did in this one was really cool. And so in kind of how you see hints of it before, and so I think that was really nice for that. But then we've also got Dr. Sleep, which was a big one for me because I absolutely love the book on that. The Shining and Dr. Sleep together were fantastic. And Ewan McGregor, oh my gosh, yeah. was just great. And the, and the whole thing was I was really worried about this going into it because I love the book and the Stanley Kubrick version is not the book. I was worried about what was going to happen. Mm. And because... The made-for-TV version with Steven Weber uh, that came out in 1997 was a lot closer to the book than, obviously, what the Kubrick version was. And I was kind of worried about how they were going to tie those together. Were they going to make it off Kubrick? Were they going to make it off the TV show and and do something like that? But, like, you you told me that the, the Doctor Sleep kind of took all Stephen King's regrets away about the Kubrick version because he hated it. Mm-hmm. and while it's good and it definitely does get good scores uh, on like IMDb they're so different so kind of finding that middle ground to merge the two to still have the book be accurate to it and then tie into the more popular Stanley Kubrick version which a lot of people don't know about the made for TV version was really well done and it follows the book really close up until a certain point and then a few things changed but I thought it was Fantastic! Definitely, some uh, some point things were reconciled that took place in the Stanley Kubrick version. They did a good job about bringing that back around. But other than that, I think it's just a fantastic movie. It 
Rose the Hat is like the worst character ever. You'll hate her and she's just awful. And I think the the movie being so much shorter than a book does a good job of kind of making you want to dislike her in that short amount of time because the book just absolutely hated her. And then they got Rebecca Ferguson. I was like, how she's fantastic. How am I going to hate her? <laughs> and then in that amount of time, they make you do it. And it's just, it was extremely well done. And I thought the movie was fantastic. And if you get the DVD, you get the three-hour director's cut, which is nice, adding some more scenes in there. So just adding more and more Dr. <laughs> Sleep is always a good thing. Well, you mentioned Ewan McGregor. Yes. We both saw Birds of Prey. Yes, we did, which uh, actually, after its release in theaters, changed its name to Harlequin Birds of Prey, I believe. Yeah. So that was odd, that title change. Yeah, I don't think it's doing the numbers they wanted. No. Which is disappointing. Yeah, I know. I, I had high hopes for that, hoping that it could be something that would kind of turn things around, because I know they haven't had the best track record as of late. I mean, they've had their hit Shazam, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I thought they were really good, but... Well, they're, they're on an upswing. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, like, I think you can't really compare them to Marvel anymore, because they're kind of in a place where, instead of building a continuity, they're just maintaining the continuity, and just having little stories that take place in that continuity. Yeah, and, and it's hard to kind of try to copy Marvel right now because they're doing so well. And if you just try to blatantly kind of copy the recipe and everybody sees it just not do well, then I think it's best if you can kind of do your own thing rather than trying to copy them because I, it's just so hard to do. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you you don't have to... Like, Shazam is never going to team up with the Birds of Prey. No. Like, it's not going to happen. It's, <laughs> no. And it doesn't have to. Mm. Like, it's fun. Yeah, not everybody has to come together again. I mean, yeah, you have your Justice League, but it doesn't have to be some big end game thing where you got everybody. Mm-hmm. It can you can have your own groups of people that never really have to interact. And I'm I'm glad that they didn't kind of throw away the continuity in it because mm-hmm. I feel like they definitely could have and just oh, easily kind of soft rebooted it. Yeah, uh, and keep Margot Robbie. But I I like the fact that they acknowledged Suicide Squad. Which they yeah. kind of have to do since they're, since they're doing another one that's going to be tied to the first. Yeah, and so that's going to be interesting going from Suicide Squad to Birds of Prey and then back into Suicide Squad 2. I'll be interested to see how the, the characters do with that. I mean, Ewan McGregor was great in it. Oh yeah, I think he did a great job. Definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody was great. The only, the only problem I have with the movie is that it's just... It kind of left me feeling empty because they did such a good job of showing... Gotham City, like, as this real place yeah. that you've never really got to see in any version mm-hmm. uh, thus far, on the big screen at least. And watching that movie and knowing that, you know, you're not going to get Ben Affleck as Batman in there at all is going <laughs> to suck. Yeah. Uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see how they carry on. But no, I, I definitely agree that it was really nice to see as much of Gotham as we did. Mm-hmm. And just the the way it is and everything, and, and not even really Affleck specifically. Like I just like I enjoyed that take of, on Black Mass so much. Like I want to see Black Mass five Batman. That's yeah, I and it feel didn't, like that's perfectly like, natural. You could have at least gotten like a flashback to like just a, some silhouettes or something, even just something simple. You didn't yeah. necessarily need to bring anybody specific in. Just use Batman, mm-hmm. and I think that would have been really cool, or at least see a, a cape and cowl. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, it doesn't look like. Pattinson's tied to that. No. Because, I mean, Jeffrey Wright can't really age into J.K. Simmons. No. And uh, 
I don't know. I feel like the uh, I feel like the Batman is going to be its own thing. Like it mm-hmm. might even be tied into Joker. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope it isn't. Yeah, that would be inter- It would be interesting to have its kind of own universe. I enjoyed Joker, but I don't know if this Batman should be tied in with that because I mean, not to go too much off on Joker, but I, I didn't care for the portrayal of Thomas Wayne in that one, and I feel like that for like a Batman movie, we need. You know his traditional dad. Yeah, I mean the one we got in Joker. Well, it's, it's just that that movie is so tied to you know that specific version of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like it would be a disservice to take that away from Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's also kind of hampering Matt Reeves because I'm sure you know if you're making a Batman movie. you probably have a couple ideas on how you would want to handle the Joker. Yeah, and you don't want to... Generally, like, for the Joker, you want him to kind of play off of Batman rather than it being the other way around, I think. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, definitely, like, a, a certain type of Batman deserves a certain type of Joker. And I feel like Joker should almost be a creation of Batman, in a way. Yeah. And so I, I definitely feel like it, it should go Batman than, than Joker rather than to trying to tie him to a specific Joker and let it kind of develop with who he is. Yeah, well, I think we're going to do a full episode on Joker. So we'll. I think it deserves its own. Yeah, we'll talk episode. about that later on. Yeah. Another exciting thing that happened was we've gotten a few more teases on a Batman video game. Yeah. That's coming out. Um, apparently, it's going to be a reboot of the Arkham series. Okay. Which is, which I think is good. Yeah. Because their continuity got a little weird there towards the end. Yeah, and I, I feel like it left in an okay place. Mm-hmm. I feel like continuing on from there would just kind of be meh. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely feel like a reboot would be appropriate. Yeah, so, they, uh, so you've seen the logos that they put out, right? Yes. Uh, so it looks like, to me anyway, it looks like Court of Owls, the GCPD, and the League of Assassins, mm-hmm. or League of Shadows. Which, that's exciting. That's yeah. a lot of... That's stuff we didn't get to see in the other ones. Right. I hope they don't lean too much on the other ones. Yeah. In terms of gameplay and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed those, but we kind of want to see some something new here. Mm. And, uh, and and being able to change it up will be good. Because, I mean, I don't know, I definitely enjoyed the other games, but I feel like something something pulling something new and trying to make it different would be better than just trying to be kind of derivative, especially with a reboot rather than a continuation. Mm-hmm. So Then um, I think the last thing we'll talk about is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. So that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. I was <clears throat> on my way back from a work trip the night of the first episode. Yeah. I did about 90 down the interstate to try to get home and home. <laughs> and what do I see as I walk in my house? I see Burt Ward standing with a dog. <laughs> Yep. What kind of a... bummed me out that Burt Ward died immediately. Yeah, I know. It's just like, that's what you open up with? It's... <sighs> but it worked out in the end. Yeah, I mean... And... So, so what did you like and what did you not like? So I, I think it was it was good. I, I, I enjoyed them bringing Arrow in in a different way and, and getting to do that. And I, I love kind of some of the... Either throwbacks or have another like Brandon Routh coming in as Kingdom Come Superman and and throwbacks is in like a Marvel Wolfman and mm-hmm. and everything like that. But there were, I, I think I kind of agree with what what you said about like the Paragons and stuff. Like 
most of them are from... Yeah, what are the odds that they all came from this one Earth except this one guy? Yeah, it's like they're all just... I feel like it should have been more of a challenge to track them down. I almost feel like it was too easy because most of them were just already there. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that was definitely true. But I I thought overall it was was good and I was... uh, I was glad to see Arrow and everything and, and serve his purpose into that. Yeah, I mean, I loved getting to see Kevin Conroy. Yes. As Batman. Albeit a, we- a, a strange one, but... Yeah, it was kind of weird that that's the version of Batman that they made him be. Yeah, I know. But uh, I hope that they... I really hope that they bring him back and just let him kind of be that universe's version of Bruce Wayne. I mean, he definitely could because, I mean, now with the consequences of what's happened and being Earth Prime now, because, I mean, and that's a, a really interesting thing I th- thing that I think they've done with the Flash show is, like, now they've got all these threats that have apparently existed all this time, but they don't know about mm-hmm. just because they're just coming up to this new Earth now while everybody else has already been living in it. Yeah. And I think we could definitely see him come in in, in that kind of way. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the Brandon Routh Superman, and I think that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh, it was so cool to see him come in. Just that John Williams thing playing again. It was nice. Yeah, the, the Smallville stuff was a little disappointing, I think. Yeah. Um, I, li- I liked the way that they kind of wrapped up that story, mm-hmm. but I think everybody was kind of disappointed because they just wanted to see him in a suit, but yeah, he wasn't that. No, it just didn't happen. Which I was hoping to see that as well. And mm-hmm. so I was a little disappointed to see that too. And I agree. And then uh, there was just so many good cameos. <sighs> like the last episode, like somehow they, they referenced the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> yeah. they did that. Throwing that in there like that. And gosh, the Ezra Miller mm-hmm. cameo coming in. You can't forget that. Which is, which is kind of weird now that you have him showing up, but technically his Earth is gone. But we're going to see him again later mm-hmm. is really weird. I mean, all the Earths are back, though. I thought it was just Earth Prime now, and that's No, it. that's what the heroes think, but that's where all the cameos came in at the end. They're still out there. They just don't know it. Ah, uh, okay. That's like that's when they show Green Lantern, and then they show Titans and Doom Patrol. Well, that's kind of what I thought, but... I thought it was weird because that they were. I thought they were still trying to play off that because I thought they were showing those cameos and they were like there were so many errors and then they, they got destroyed and now we've kind of combined them into maybe though so that works because that makes more sense. I didn't know if they were just trying to do a fun cameo for that or yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's my understanding that everybody every Earth was kind of restored. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm really glad that they put Doom Patrol and Titans on separate Earths mm-hmm. because when because they introduced the Doom Patrol and Titans, and they had somebody playing the Chief, and then when they did the Doom Patrol show, they recast with Timothy Dalton. Yeah, which I love Timothy Dalton, and uh, I'm glad that they acknowledged that. That's why there's they're different. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's that's definitely. I mean, and that's an easy way to do that too, is to change that up just by doing that. So, and that's that's good. Definitely take advantage of that when you can to mm-hmm. try to do that. But that's awesome. So, but no, I definitely enjoyed it, and I thought Crisis was good. So, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much covers everything—an overview of this stuff that doesn't really warrant a full episode. Yeah, it's just a quick summary of what we've what we've been missing since we've been gone, and so now that we're back into it, we'll uh, get some 
full, I guess, single content episodes. And maybe a few different kinds of summaries as well. But and then we'll uh, see what kind of stuff we got coming up next. Yep. So we'll uh, see you in the next one. Peace out.